Defiant Robot Records podcast. It's me, Campy, here in the captain's seat, joined by the ever illustrious and thicker than a snicker, Dylan Hanks. Hello. Hi. That's <laughs> and, me. Uh, <laughs> most importantly, we are joined by Aiden Hargis of the band Conway, fresh out of Chicago. Thanks for joining us, brother. Thank you very much for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah we're really excited to have you here, man. I am very excited. I'm very excited to be uh, be, on, be on the podcast again. It was the last time I did it. It was very fun. You guys seem like cool people. So, <laughs> well, Thanks, man. Hopefully we can live up to the hype. <laughs> yeah, and we actually uh, we found you in a really interesting way. Yes. Yes, we did. We have a uh, Defiant Robot Records TikTok. You should go check us out. And uh, that is exactly how we found Conway. Uh, I came across um, a few different videos that you made, Aiden. And I was like, all right, this dude's hilarious. I'll go check out the music. And I was like, the music's fucking sick. We definitely got to get this guy on here. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, no, we have, a, we have a lot of fun on TikTok. It's just, it's us just being as weird as possible. You know, it's, <laughs> it's something we, we started making a few videos and then they got a little better and then we started screwing around and then, you know, kind of kind of took off from there and it was like hey it's pretty fun yeah and you guys have uh, actually had like a few of your videos go viral i'm seeing like a few like uh 10 20 here yeah yeah dude yeah we have i think our highest one they both capped out at i think something like three hundred fifty thousand. oh wow hell yeah dude there you go so what is both it? of what? them were made in like ten minutes it's great <laughs> <laughs> what's the secret there how do you capture this lightning in a bottle on tiktok uh, have Riley Allen, uh, my guitarist, be weird in front of the camera because he's great. <laughs> Just let him do his thing, huh? Oh, so, oh, for real. I mean, we the one of him playing Phantom of the Opera mixed yes. with um, <laughs> uh, Anaconda was. I oh showed him God. the song and he was like, "Yo, let me turn the lights off. Let me put the red light on." And I was like, and he learned the chords and actually played it. And I was just like. This is going to be get us three views. I don't know why you're getting, going so into it. And lo and behold, it fucking blows up. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had the songs that you didn't know you knew how to play on guitar. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That was a suggestion from Jake, our guitarist, because everybody, I'm sure you guys have it too, where it's like there's songs where you know them, but they've always just been sort of programmed in there. Yeah. And I, I just threw up a few and then, you know, the notifications didn't stop for like a week. It was crazy. Well, I think that people are just born with the ability to pick up a guitar and play smoke on the water <laughs> it's programmed in there it's that in um breaking the law by judas priest that's oh. those are the two that you get breaking the, law. Yeah. <laughs> breaking the law breaking the law absolutely so let's uh let's move along here and keep it keep it rolling um oh yeah we gotta of, hit these socials yeah, by the way yeah, we're talking we gotta about hit them the socials. socials and everything out there go ahead don't hit it uh well you can find us on facebook and instagram at defiant robot records twitter at defiant robot sd if you'd like to be featured on the show reach out to us at defiant robot records at gmail.com you can also find us on tiktok at defiant robot records Campy's on there at drr underscore campy. I'm there drr underscore d hanks. 
Go and check us out. We post a lot of great content, as does Conway. And you can find them at Conway Chicago on TikTok. And they're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as well at Conway Chicago. Yeah, that's good branding. That's something we did not do. We have the uh, the Defiant <laughs> Robot SD on Twitter. It's a, it's a strange story. I don't want to talk story. about it. Yeah, maybe one day we will, but. <laughs> you just gotta find you just gotta find find who's occupying your uh your preferred handles and then just and keep throwing away. money at them oh. until they relent <laughs> yeah you know what we might be able to do that we've got we've got a money man somewhere out there i'm sure we could find um it's you so we've got uh got all of our socials and all that stuff and uh if you are returning thanks for coming by if you are new to the episode a uh, little something about us here at Defiant Robot is that uh, our our mission statement, our overall goal is to make the music industry a better place to create and consume content and give artists a platform to share their art with people like you who might enjoy it. So um, that is uh, that is all we do here. And without any further ado, I say we crack right on into this with a little game we like to call Two Lies and a Truth. Let's get to know you. Let's play two lies and a truth. Let's get to know you. Why don't we play two lies and a truth? Two lies and a truth. Oh, music brought to us by the sweetest of cherubs out in the woods. The uh, sacred forest nymphs who provided us with that wonderful intro to Two Lies and a Truth. We thank that you. was that was slick. I did not. I was not expecting a little jingle there, but that was oh, awesome, yeah, man. Fifty thousand dollars well spent. Yeah, hell <laughs> yeah. We just uh, walked out into the woods, pinned an envelope, said, uh, "Forest spirits, give me a jam." Fifty thousand dollars came back a week later. Boom, hard drive with the song on it. But uh, two lies are truth. It's it's where we get to know our guest Aiden a little bit better. Uh, he has provided us with three very in depth. Two lies and a truth here, and we're digging it. Oh, yeah. Um, he's going to try and heck and bamboozle us, and we're going to try and hashtag suss out that realness, suss baby. Suss it out. Uh, I don't remember. Is that what, what the youth are saying these days? No, it's, it's, it's <laughs> what the old, decrepit, the yeah. 30-year-old campy says. <laughs> yeah, we are almost there. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. Like, three yeah. months from now, we will be 30 years old. Yes, sir. On the decrepit, crumbling edge of our 20s, as I like to call it. But we're not here to talk about us. We're here to talk about Conway. Uh, Dylan, I don't remember. What is the what is our running score right now? Oh, right we now up? we are one and one tied up. One at and one. one and one for season three of Two Lies okay. and a Truth. So it's it's looking pretty good for you, you know? Yeah. I'm yeah, feeling like, pretty I, confident that we're going to be able to get at least up to the end before I beat your ass. Mm-hmm. I cannot <laughs> wait to get my revenge bet payoff with you. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. So anyways, uh, let's go ahead and read these bad boys off. We've got... Number one, we were playing a show in Milwaukee, and during our set, Riley jumped off stage into the mosh pit and managed to injure his ribs to the point where he could barely walk, had to lie down in the back of Jake's truck on the way home, and I had to half carry him up our stairs. Number two, we played a show at a small place that was so full we were all drenched instead. We were in the suburbs, so we had no showers and a long drive home. We went to a local 24-hour diner, still in our show gear and makeup, covered in sweat, shoveling breakfast food, into our mouths at midnight, getting some really weird looks from the staff. And last but not least, another show we were playing had the basement open up into the green room. I pulled out Instagram Live and we went exploring down there. We found, while live, a bunch of moldy Christmas gear out of a holiday horror movie, 
five marching snares and a DVD copy of Half Baked. <laughs> Man, these are all these are all so in depth, and there's like so many details here. I don't. You you have really embraced the uh, the spirit of two lies and the truth here. And I yeah, oh man, if you ask if if with with how many lyrics are in our songs, if you ask me to participate in like a game like this, you're gonna get some stories. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's usually pretty oh. arbitrary, honestly, how we choose who goes first. So uh, yeah. you want to go first? <laughs> you or me, Joe? Uh, you know, I'll I'll go first. Why not? Okay, okay. Um, let's get. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say the Instagram live. Is what what the real you son of a bitch? All the good stuff on Instagram. That's exactly what you keep in the basement, and apparently got to be the real one. Stole from Dylan there. (laughs) So, what's your backup answer here? Oh man, Uh, I'm gonna go with the show in Milwaukee where Riley jumped off the stage and injured his ribs to the point he could barely walk. All right, Aiden. Moment of truth. What is All the right. actual truth here? The correct one, the one that actually happened was uh, number three. So, yeah, yeah, that one, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Suck on that, Dill. <laughs> we can't play this game anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. See? Off the, the table. Turn tables, baby. Mm. It's okay. <laughs> okay, it's okay. So We're come two back. lies and a truth is canceled. <laughs> Next four, I'm winning. Don't Dude, you I've worry. Been, I've been trying to cancel it since I lost two seasons in a row. So it's nice to be on this side of the, uh, this side of the beat for down. You. Yeah, you are. Title your sex get you. Um So tell us, <laughs> tell us about that show, man. Um, basement into the green room. I, it must have been like a house show or like a like an old venue. What's the what's the story here? So the venue that we ended up playing at was a place called Live Wire. Uh, it's a rock bar here in Chicago. And the place has been around for donkey's years. I actually ended up, I was, I've been going there for, for a long time now and we got a show there and the green room is just in the basement. Like the place we probably had about uh, 60 people there. And uh, the first band was up there playing and uh, they sounded like ass. So we were hiding in the green room. Um, uh, there, there, there's, you couldn't hear the singer and the, and the drums were way too loud, but anyway, that's not important. Um, <laughs> it sounds like the sound so, guy's fault. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all, you know, you never blame the sound guy because he's the guy who makes you sound good. It's always the band. <laughs> <laughs> but so we were, we were down there and it kind of, there's a few couches and a table and it just opens up directly into the, into the rest of the basement, which is, you know, it's a bar. So they have, you know, food down there and drinks and all this different stuff. So we were like, screw it. Let's go exploring. And we got on Instagram live and we were sort of walking through the the thing and then we pulled back this tarp and there was like Santa gnome garden, garden gnome things and these small trees and they all look gross and grimy. And we were all like, oh, my God, you know, an elf is going to come down here and stab us because we like just opened up his crypt and we're cursed now. (laughs) Um, and then they had like a bunch of marching gear and then the one thing and it had the five snares down there and we counted them and Austin were like our, our drummer, Austin, super cool guy. He was like, yeah, these are marching snares. This is what I played in high school. And then we found a bunch of DVDs, none of which had any discs in them except for half baked, which was the only one in the disc, which was the only one in the case. That's a honestly, Christmas miracle, dude. <laughs> the only one worth treasuring. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean, like they had it was it was bizarre. And then we almost missed our call time because we were we were alive and there were people in the chat being like, what the, what the hell? Like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> Come back upstairs. So 
<laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was, they, they were like, are do they not have a green room? And we were kind of like, yeah, this is the green room. <laughs> uh, that's the one that was true. The other two have are based in a bit of fact, but it's not, they were, they were more lie than truth. Okay. All right. So Riley did jump off the stage. Uh, that happened. Um, we were playing a festival up in Milwaukee and Conway was actually, we were very new at the time. It was like our third ever show, but there, uh, Riley and M- Mitch, our bassist, are in another band called Overclocked, which you should also go check out. They're sort of like grungy, sort of garage grunge. And um, he actually did it during their set, not ours. So he was playing with Overclocked, oh, okay. their other band. And then he jumped off the stage and hurt his ribs somehow. And then I actually left before on a Greyhound because I had work the next day. So, and they ended up carrying him up the stairs while I was in bed, but he, yeah, he really hurt himself <laughs> that badly Dang. jumping off the stage into the mosh pit. Damn. That's gnarly. <laughs> yeah. It was, he's, we're, we, we managed to get ourselves injured a fair amount in this band. It's concerning. Well, seeing, seeing it's really a guys, rite of uh, passage. Yeah. The energy oh, yeah. you guys put into it. It's, it's no surprise that uh, you get a little rowdy and injure yourselves. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I've, I've, uh, I remember I was playing with a previous band, like a deathcore band, and I ended up smacking my head off like the the bass guitar neck, and I like cut oh. my head, cut my face open, like above the eyebrow or something like that. I was like nineteen. Damn, dude, that's gnarly. <laughs> yeah, this is what if you play in a lot of bands, you're gonna find a way to hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, uh, I think band insurance might end up being a thing here. Oh yeah, <laughs> live, definitely. Live show insurance. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're gonna play like. We're going to go into the hospital and then we're going to have to fill out the form. And, you know, they give you that little box to fill out how you were injured. And I'm just going to, this is going to take a lot more than this two line little box to tell you how I hurt myself. (laughs) (laughs) Got to pull a Dave Grohl and play through it, man. Oh yeah. You know, just, just power through the pain. Use, use, use the emotion, use the pain to sing. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Channel it. Good stuff, man. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us, and thank you for getting me another win on the board for season <sighs> three. Two lies and a truth. <laughs> Suck my butt, Dylan. Well, the only time you've been ahead, yeah. Okay. Live it up, live it up, pal. Live it up. That's right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, move on into the real reason we brought you along, and that's to talk about all your tunies that you got out here, and we'll kick it off with the first of many which is called Missed Me.
Missed Me by Conway right here on the Defiant Robot Records podcast. And uh, if memory serves, that is your guys' like newest release, right? It is. It's not actually a single. It proved to be the most popular of the album, but uh, we've got a little something coming up for that song. I, I don't believe my label would be, my, I don't believe Pavement would be very happy if I expanded too much on that. Don't want to jump uh, the gun yet, yeah. Yeah, 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 just follow 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 us on all of the social media stuff, and you'll see. But there's there's some cool stuff coming for that song. Okay, yeah, and that awesome. one is off of uh, their latest album, though, right? Your LP, something wicked. Yes, it is. It's the album opener. Yes, thank you for picking that up for me, Dill. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, worries. and um, you know, I I really like I really like it. It's uh it's it's very catchy. It's got like a really good energy to it. Um, to me, it's like, uh, when I first listened to it, I was like, this is kind of like, it's kind of like pop punk meets the schoolyard, you know, like, uh, yeah. with the whole miss me, miss me bit in there. And I'm just like, oh yeah, it's, it's a total jam, man. I'm so, so here for it. And it, it you, makes man. sense why it's so, so popular. Thank you, man. It's yeah, it was an interest. That song had a very interesting road to, to completion. Actually, it's, it was, it was probably, I conceived of using miss me as a hook. When I was like 17, I remember writing it down and having that miss me, miss me. Now you got to kiss me as the hook. And then it ended up coming back around about five years, four or five years later when I started Conway. So it was it's a weird that song has had a weird, weird road. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been just sitting there waiting in the wings for the right time to come out, I guess. Oh, yeah. I had a little booklet and I where I read all my lyrics and I was looking through it, when, you know, trying to come up with something. I saw that and I was like, not a bad idea. And then, you know, the rest of the song kind of happened, but the the impetus came uh, for the miss me part came when I was like 16, 17, something like that. Okay, nice. 
I dig that. Just um, waiting for the right time. Yep. Oh yeah. The right time to strike on it. I've had songs. I write song when I write. I have I have like a backlog of lyrics. I mean, I've I I dip into stuff that's at this point seven eight years old. Like then I'll just pull it out and be like, yes, you. It is your time. That's to awesome. Shine. <laughs> Well, and I really love never, the never any budding songwriters listening to this. Uh, don't ever delete or erase anything. Keep everything. Everything and, is content. Uh, yeah, for, oh, yep, yes. Yep. Everything <laughs> is content. That's that's a little that's what we like to live by here. A tenant of oh, life. Yeah. I really enjoy the like high energy pop punk guitar right at the beginning of the song. It, it really catches me. What exactly are you going for here? Is it like a, a toxic relationship? What's the what's uh, the story behind it? So the story is essentially I there were two sort of quasi almost relationships that I was in prior to the writing of this song that never actually materialized into a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, after the second one, I kind of lost contact with my, uh, you know, who I was seeing at the time. Um I sort of started to imagine what it would have been like if I hit, if either of those ones had actually come to fruition. We were like, okay, we're a couple now. Because, I mean, if you listen to the lyrics, it's, it's not a, the, the narrator is not having a very fun time. He's just trying no. to make the best of a bad <laughs> situation. So it was, it's not based off of any one person. It was sort of an amalgamation of two, two people who, uh, for better or worse, left that impression on me. I can definitely see where you're coming from now that you've explained it, but it all culminates in this just really high energy, high intensity, fun song. Oh God, it's yeah, it's so much fun to that song is so much fun to play live. I remember the the first time we played it, we were at a we were at a concert at a local practice studio, Fort Knox, here in Chicago, and there were about 40, 40 50 people there, and. Uh, they were sort of you know doing the thing where you're standing at the show with a band you don't know, you sort of cross armed and you know, just sort of watching. And by the end of the song, people were moving around and I was like, I think I found something here. This might, this might, this might be good. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's always so fun. Like, uh, being, being part of the crowd that has that effect, like taken on you. I always go to shows and I'm like, you know, like regardless of, of how these people are playing and stuff, like you got to show them a little love. Like they came out, they're putting their time and their effort into like, you know, sharing their stuff. So I always try to like, you know, give give a little bit of like oh yeah look guys we're having fun like let's get a little moving around but it's always cool to like see like see people like break out of being all stiff when they're like all right i can't fucking help but like jam to this a little bit and it's like yeah <laughs> yeah they got you didn't they yeah all i all you need is just a little head bob and a little like hip shaking and then you're like yeah i got you i, I see that <laughs> <laughs> you cannot resist you've caught the bug <laughs> Now, do you post any of your music on your TikTok or is that strictly silly videos? Uh, we do. Um, I try to be honest with our with with our audience. It's the same thing about, you know, when I do the self-promotion and stuff like that, I don't hide the fact that I'm doing self-promotion. <laughs> and I know I also that's not also it's also not all that we do. So when I do post the music and I, I, I just blatantly tell people like, hey, check us out. Yeah, you know, I don't try to hide it. I don't try to sneak it in there. I it's it's. I don't have any problem with self promote shameless self promotion, but uh, you know, at the same time, the silly videos are fun, and you know, it's part of the reason why we're on there. So, well, yeah, it's, know, it's a not, like, it's a really good balance. Yeah, you got to find a balance. You know, it's especially because we've like there's so much crazy energy in this band. You know, <laughs> like we can't we can't just keep that bottled up. It's going to come out somehow. I can definitely see the hook of "Miss Me" here. 
taking off though as the sound to be used in a trend on TikTok. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Okay. I, I, thank you. I, yeah. I, I, we were thinking about. I was, I was thinking about that, but I never, I never, I never figured out how it could be used as a trend. So. Never pushed it, but you'll. I'll think about that. Yeah, you know, maybe we'll get a little, uh, a little brainstorming pod together, and like uh, we can just like, you know, we'll start the trend ourselves. Fuck it, we'll do it live. You know, like we'll just have like four, <laughs> four accounts. Be like, look, we're using this sound for a funny thing. Do it. You. Oh guys. yeah. Well, just uh, just put an APB out there on TikTok. Be like calling all dancers. I know this should be a sound. I don't know what the trend should be. You figure it out. <laughs> we could, I could, I could go over to Dance Talk. I haven't really yeah. dipped my toes in there, but you know, it's got. I could, I could, I could reach out to some creators or something like that. You've got the idea for me now. I'm totally stealing it, by the way. You guys get absolutely no. Credit. Oh, you are welcome. Yeah, that was fine. You don't, you don't need to give us credit. We just need ten percent of anything that you get from it. <laughs> Golden rule: get it in writing. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, let's get on into our next one, man. Oh, well, we've got a couple more songs here for you right now. Uh, we're going to hear one more shot by Conway on the Defiant Robot Records podcast. I better be ready 
It's One More Shot by Conway out of Chicago here on the Defiant Robot Records podcast. That's off of their latest LP, Something Wicked. You can find that on Spotify. I imagine on anywhere else you can find music. Yeah, you're on iTunes and Amazon Music, all the good stuff. iTunes, Amazon Music, and Bandcamp. Uh, soon we are setting that up, so check us out there. And also, if you oh, want nice. merch, check us out there. Oh, okay, yes, so your dude, merch will I've be been... up soon, but you don't have it currently? Yeah, so we were working that out. Uh, our drummer, Austin, awesome guy, super talented graphic designer. He's made a bunch of posters and a bunch of designs, and we're working on it. But I want to make sure quality control and making sure that people get their stuff efficiently. So I'm figuring out online commerce, and it'll be there soon, probably by the time this comes out. I like that you guys are uh, you know putting in the work to make sure you're putting out some quality stuff, because... You know, I understand quality can be an issue with bands and stuff, and you're trying to save as much money as you can, but there's just something about being like, yeah, my favorite band's tea is a very scratchy piece of clothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'd rather I'd rather take the extra time and do something that's that's quality, you know? Yeah, and uh, I, I definitely like the one shirt that I've seen uh, for your guys' merch, the I Ain't Afraid of No Coast. Yeah, that's that's coming. It's it'll be here eventually. That was that was a gift actually from a friend. Oh, of mine, really? So. Yeah, dude, that's that was, so cool. It was. I I told him the idea. I was like, you know, what would be cool if we said I Ain't Afraid of No Coast, and he had this. Uh, he had a printer at his house for some, some such, or he was working with a t-shirt printer and he was like, here you go, man, I made this for you. And he was, I was like, dude, that's freaking awesome. So it's coming at some point. I don't know when, but it'll be there. I gotcha. Well, yeah, I, I really like it. Obviously it's the, you know, the Ghostbusters theme, but mm-hmm. what is the story behind that? Just like, you know, we'll play wherever it doesn't matter. Like we're down. Is that the, uh, the intention behind it or it's, there's a certain sort of. Not not entirely serious pride coming from the Midwest, because, uh, you know, I think, you know, every movie you see, every band that gets super famous, it's either from like the East Coast or California or something like that. Mm. And somebody coming out of the Midwest and really making it's not as common. So, you know, you cho- sort of take pride in that. And, you know, I love Chicago is a great city and all this different stuff. And, you know, um, it's it's a great community out here in the Midwest, uh, especially in Chicago, Milwaukee, St. Louis, that area, um, Fort Worth. I've played a bunch of shows there. It's the, you know the crowds are always so hype because half the time the bigger bands never even touch the bigger bands aside from Chicago and maybe St. Louis don't even touch this area. So you know we play we, you know if we play a show in Des Moines or Milwaukee or Fort Worth, Fort Wayne, Indiana or Grand Rapids or something, we we really want to make a point of you know saying that you you're our people and we we're playing for you and this is where we're from so Hell yeah uh that's where it came from i like that man that's a fantastic message to be pushing out there and it, yeah it's a it's a it's a very you know good sense of pride some people have pride and stuff and i'm like mm, questionable but that that uh that that passes the the check for me <laughs> get, 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 so, skates on limbo's under the bar yes. <laughs> so be sure to look out for their merch coming up here on Bandcamp. and is, are they going to find you at conway chicago on Bandcamp or just conway it will be it will be conway chicago our link tree is on every other social so if you go to the bio of whatever we're on and click the link tree it'll be there it'll say merch and Bandcamp and stuff like that if you want to download it we're getting physical cds soon stuff like that so perfect uh, nice love some good physical stuff mm-hmm. uh, a lot well, of people are like oh cds and i'm like listen 
they still have CD players and cars. So let's get it going. <laughs> let's yeah, let's 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 stay with this. You know, yeah. <laughs> I I personally love throwing a CD in my car and being like, all right, we're just going to listen to you for the next ten months when I don't want to listen to the radio, and uh, we'll swap it out eventually. Oh hell yeah! Well, let's get on into one more yeah. shot, man. One thing that I noticed is uh, the really high production quality of all of your songs. Is this something you do yourself? Do you go to a studio for it? So we, I am, I have, I can, I consider myself incredibly lucky. Um, the production for One More Shot and Miss Me was done by Mr. Scott Wilson from uh, Sunshine Studios. He's also the bassist for, he was the bassist for Tantric for a long time. And now uh, he is the bassist for, oh my goodness, he's going to friggin' kill me if I can't remember the name of <laughs> um can't remember the band he's in. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, the, oh, the no, band no, no, I got it. Saving, Saving Abel is who he plays bass for now. Yes. The band that he's in is very awesome. Uh, I actually, I just spent the last three years of my life in a town, small town called Laurel, Mississippi, and Saving Abel was out of Corinth, Mississippi. So that's where I heard about them. So that's awesome. Oh, wow. Small world. Hey, yeah, you know? he, yeah. For real? Shut the fuck up. Yep. That's so yeah, cool. they're uh, they're out of they're straight out of Mississippi. Yeah, he did the production for those two. Um, you know, God bless him. He he basically just took pity on a, a nobody like myself when I when we were putting the album together, and then the rest of the album was done by uh, our very good friend in the band, uh, a very good friend, very good friend of the band, Adam Kowals- um, Kowalczyk, who is a uh, engineer for. He's a professional engineer. He works for. Uh, um, some sort of uh, studio that scores video games, and he did the production on the rest of the song. Awesome. Knocked it out of the friggin' park, and he gave us a super good raid. And I'm, uh, it's, it's, I'm just incredibly lucky that I was able to have that mixed to the quality that it was. You know, for the for the price that I got, you know, it's it's I'm endlessly thankful. Very cool, man. Big awesome. shout out to Scott, and uh, you said Adam. Kowalnik? Adam Kowalczyk. He's Kowalczyk. he has a very Polish last name. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure you got it in the ballpark. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be able to find him. Yeah, there you go. Let's uh, go ahead and hit high tide right now. Let's go ahead and roll that beautiful bean footage right here on the Defined Robot Records podcast. <laughs>
High Tide on the Defiant Robot Records podcast. That is directly from our friends here, Conway, out of Chicago, off of Something Wicked that was released last year. We got some good new stuff coming out this year, but uh, High Tide, I I really like the the vocal range that you have. Like, it feels like... Um, your voice is always like matching the tone or like the theme of the song. And with high tide, it's got that like really relaxed vocal, um, mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. a ballad, like, like a, like in the style of a ballad, like for me in my head, I, I like, this is like a, like a slow dance at prom vibe type of song <laughs> for, for the sound at least, you know, like, yeah, yeah. The sound I could see that maybe not the lyrics, but yeah, the not sounds, the lyrics, yeah, but the that. sound, <laughs> depends on the prom. It depends on the prom. That is man. You never know. True. The absolute Yo. ridiculous shit that was played at my high school dances. I guarantee you, these wouldn't be the most problematic lyrics you would hear. I mean, oh god, yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe maybe it. high tide would be perfect for like an anti-prom. You know, still do the slow dance, but there you go. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's really cool uh, that you know, like it 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 seems like you kind of like change your mood or like your vibe depending on which song you're performing. And you've showed like a, a, a good range between the three that we've played here. Yeah. I try to, I, my voice is not a means to an end or my voice is not great. You know, I, I, it's a means to an end. I always, I always considered it, you know, something that, something that I use to communicate the words. It's I've never considered myself a great singer. So what I, what I end up doing when I write a song is I just memorize the various pitches and stuff like that until I can do it in my sleep. And then once you have that under your belt, you can really sort of manipulate the, the delivery a lot more. So that's something that I did with this song because obviously the energy is, is lower. It's not as, it's not as frantic as some of the other stuff that we have out there. It's, the whole vibe of the song is sort of a nervous calm, you know, it was inspired by, uh, you know, mom, if you're listening, stop for a second, mute it for the next couple of <laughs> minutes. But, um, uh, when I, when I smoke weed, it's, um, I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, big smoker by any means. I mostly use it to help me sleep. And when I smoke even a little bit too much, I get really panicky. Uh, and I start, you know, I, my heart rate will increase and I'll, I'll, uh, you know, start, thinking myself in circles. And it was, I wrote that song when I was in that mode, I wrote the first line was, I wrote it when I was sort of on that border of becoming panicky. And that whole, the whole vibe of the song is supposed to be okay. I'm still calm, but like, I'm really like, it's, you're kind of on edge and it's not, it's calm, but it's not relaxed, you know? So I tried to communicate that with the, with the vocal style. I get that. I get that. It's, I definitely, uh, it's a, it's a, Definitely get that vibe from that. You you pulled that off pretty well. I uh, I deal with anxiety a lot myself, and I I also smoke probably much more weed than I should, uh, <laughs> especially considering it does at times make me feel exactly that way. And I go, you know, what would probably solve this? More weed. <laughs> <laughs> just one more. Just one more hit. Just one more hit. Just That'll more relax way. me. One more dab. It couldn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but I did enjoy it. I like the vibe of this song a lot. I like that it's, you slowed it down. I like that it shows a lot of variety between the other music that you have provided us. And I've listened through the entirety of the album here on Spotify and really enjoyed what I heard. 
I'm glad our songs are wordy enough. I hope it speaks to people because it's it's a whole lot of words coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that though. I tell a story. Yeah, I'm a storytelling kind of guy. Uh, I I need that, I guess, as a medium to process it because when people do the more experimental thing, I have more trouble understanding it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I've poof. Pardon me. I've always been a a, a lyrically focused songwriter. Um, to the point where I actually get a little too wordy. Like I, I think I'm Alex Turner from the Arctic monkeys or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, I overdo it. Riley actually, um, I write with him. He's my writing partner. I, I come to him with, with the songs and various forms of finished or sort of constructed. And he'll sort of tell me, all right, pull it back a little bit, sunshine. Like, <laughs> you know, he, he'll, he'll, he'll slap me upside the head and, and, uh, make me, make me tone it back a little bit. Bro, but that is the not crux that of our deep. songs. <laughs> lyrics and yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're writing a song about, you know, going on a bar crawl and you're making it war and peace. Bring it back a little bit. Like, <laughs> Calm down, Tolstoy. Exactly. Exactly. You know, if it wasn't for him, this whole, like the whole album would be overblown and, and unlistenable. So, <laughs> well, it's good. You got to have a uh, you know those checks and balances in place. Otherwise, oh yeah, you definitely. Just, you get out of control. I remember when we were he got involved in Conway because uh, I was recording with a friend of mine and his gear broke. His he had a whole home studio and and something really drastic broke. And I messaged Riley, who I had worked with in our previous project, Face First, and I said I need to record this EP. Uh, can I come by your house and record it? I know you have a recording studio set up, and he said sure. And we started recording the first song uh, Conway ever made, which was Hell Bent, which is off of our first EP, Last Chance to Dance. And he gave me some advice and he ended up helping me write the EP and we finished. And I was like, I hope you realize this. I hope you realize that, you know, whether you like it or not, you're in this. <laughs> like I, I'm not, you're, you're not, you're not getting away from me now because this is way better than what I had when I walked in here. You're here now. <laughs> This is what we do now. Oh, yeah. You're not you're not getting away from me. So one thing that I wanted to touch on, because you brought it up, you said that something unique about you guys is how and why you dress on stage. You want to talk a little bit more about that? Right. Yeah, we've had a lot of questions about that, especially from the sort of more hardcore bands we've played with here in Chicago. Um you know, it comes from that whole thing of I've never been the guy to go up on stage in some ratty jeans and a T-shirt. I always like it's, you know, I, there's there's I like a little bit of pageantry. You know, you don't have to go over the top, but I do like a little bit of like I'm on stage. I'm wearing this, you know. Yeah. And we were I was thinking of what what we could do. And I was talking to Jake, our guitarist, and uh you know, we got really drunk and <laughs> which nice. is how all of this always happens <laughs> off to a good start. Yep. And, uh, we, we got started talking about my chemical romance in their early days and how they sort of twisted the sort of prep look to be, you know, dark and twisted. And then, uh, one of us, I don't remember who I'll blame whiskey. He, we suggested, Oh, what if we did that with like the jock image? Like, you know, we sort of made it darker and all this different stuff. And, you know, we sort of laughed it off and like, <laughs> you know, that's 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 totally funny. And then we we did a couple tests with it and I sent it to some people and they were like, yeah, that looks that looks really great. Like nobody's ever done that before. And I was like, you know what? Let's run with it. Why you know, not? It's, yeah. you know, I yeah, I always I've never like I said, I've never been the person to just wear what I 
do normally go into Target on stage. And so it just, it just, everything just sort of fell into place and I got some feedback from it and everybody was like, yeah, that looks really dope. And I was like, you know, at the end of the day, why not? You know, you only live once. I mean, pageantry is part of it, man. That's part of the experience that people come out to shows for. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, if, if I, if I went to a show and, uh, if I went to a show, my local hardcore band was dressed like my dad with a soft collar and some khakis and then some new balance (laughs) shoes, I'd be like, (laughs) You know, what's going on here? This doesn't quite click. Like, <laughs> what's what's up, guys? Like, yeah. Well, and I like uh, it was one of your kind of recent videos. I think it was like a week ago or something um, that you guys posted. It was uh, using that uh, the goofy goober meal sound on TikTok. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, why do people <laughs> keep thinking we're emo? It's like, well, here's a whole list. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys have depressing lyrics. You guys like, you know, it's sort of catchy, poppy alternative songs. And also you wear makeup and a guy liner and all this different stuff on stage and you dress weird. And it's like, yeah, you're fucking emo. Part, part of my French. <laughs> you've, you've checked all the boxes. Oh, there's no French to be pardoned here. <laughs> we I remember swear like sailors on this bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good because I cannot talk without fucking swearing. Um, but uh, I remember when we made our first EP, a friend of mine listened to it and I was like, okay, so how would you describe our sound? Because I was trying to gauge it. And they sent me back something that regardless of accuracy was definitely hilarious. They were like, I call it post emo. And I was like, you know what? I don't get it, but I'm going to run with it. <laughs> post emo. Post emo. Huh? That's what they said. It's- and I've, I've, I've always sort of thought about that. It is not the strangest description of music we have heard on this podcast. So, yeah, I'll accept yeah, it. I mean, yeah, we've we've even come up with some genres of our own. I don't remember what they are for the life of me. Because well, uh, we had one. Uh, Paige Kohler came on our show and said that her music is the soundtrack to John Mayer and Vampire Weekend playing beach volleyball together, like that scene in Top Gun. Yeah, which is very, very oddly specific. <laughs> I would even say fantasy uh, adjacent, at least adjacent. Yeah, <laughs> which, that hey, is you know even for me that is wildly, wildly specific. Yeah, so at least post emo flows off the tongue a little better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know it's uh, three syllables and you're just good to go. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 certainly something. I remember. Um, Somebody described, one of my friends described uh, whatever the Arctic Monkeys album, the first Arctic Monkeys album, whatever it's called. Um, you know how it's about um, partying in the north of England, mm. right? Um, fun fact, uh, my mom is actually English. Yeah, I'm a dual citizen. She grew up in Newcastle, which is in the north of England, which is where the Arctic Monkeys were. No, no. Um, yeah, no, it's it's super cool. She knows all like I played her uh, stop, uh, red lights indicate the doors are secure. And she knew all of the streets in the city that they were talking about. She was like, they're talking about Bristol. Um, oh, that's so cool. Oh, it was great. Uh, but one of my friends, uh, one of my friends, my cousins who lives in England described it as uh, hung over after a night on the town where you don't remember where you where you are in the city rock <laughs> i still remember that exactly it was something of it was something to that effect and he was like yeah i listened to that album and it was exactly like when i woke up in somebody's house that i didn't know where i was and i was actually in two towns over <laughs> you know call me a bit of a fuddy-duddy 
I've never had that experience, but now I'd like to. I'm curious. You're not missing out on much. I'm going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say there is that moment of I've, I've, I've done that where I've woken up and I'm like, you know, you don't know where you are and you're just the first moment is like, first of all, did I get arrested? Okay, no. Second of all. Like, yeah. Second of all, where the hell am I? How the hell do I get home? Who am I waking <laughs> up next? Missing out on a ton. Yeah, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a county or two over, but I definitely did wake up in the bottom of an empty pool once. And oh my uh, goodness, I was like, oh shit! I was like, oh right, the house I was at had an empty pool, so we're we're at the same place, just not indoors like we thought we would. Be. <laughs> See, I get moments <laughs> like that. Just in general, I, maybe maybe it's the pot. I mean, we've talked about this. But I think I'll, it I'll just I'll just be out in public and I'll have a a panic tick where I have to check my cell phone, wallet, and keys in my pocket and make sure I've got everything. <laughs> I do that sober. Like you see me walking down the street and I'm just like playing drums on my pockets and I'm like, yep, they're still there. I haven't passed anybody on the street in three blocks, but yeah, they're still in my pockets. Like, it's 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 actually real fun. You know, you're like you're walking down the street, you see someone else do it and you're like, oh, that's my people right there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I see you and you're doing just fine. Don't worry. <laughs> Keep living your truth. (laughs) So uh, we're uh, just about near the end here. We always like to play a game at the end, but I do have one more question before we end up. Um, So obviously we're talking to you, Aiden, but um, tell me about the, the other guys in the band, um, you know, who they are, how you, how you got them in. Like, how did you guys come to be Conway? So I'll start, I'll start with Riley. We met it. Uh, we both went to Columbia college. In fact, all of us in the band did at some point, um, he and I were put together for a project and we ended up bonding over, uh, uh, some shared musical interests, which is weird because we're the definition of opposites attract. I don't know how we ended up as such good friends, but I mean, I can hear him making food in the kitchen. So we're obviously, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, he was the first guy, as I mentioned, to come into the band sort of sort of against his own will. And then um, Jake, who was our guitarist, I had known for a while. Uh, I had known him since I was like 18 and uh, I roped him in because I needed somebody who was willing to play synthesizer and key and guitar on stage. And he had a synthesizer and he was like, I mean, I don't know how to play it, but I'll do it. Um, a <laughs> couple of YouTube videos later and here we are. Oh yeah. That's, and then, uh, Mitch, our bassist, um, he was in, uh, overclocked with Riley, their other bands. And he was like, yeah, I'll play bass with you guys. It's fun. And it's, you know, it's not super complicated. And, uh, he also likes, uh, singing background vocals. So he's, so, uh, he was pretty important. Uh, but Austin, our awesome drummer who also is our graphic designer, who has made a lot of our art, um, I still remember to this day, I was at an overclocked show. Uh, It was at the Cubby Bear in Chicago. And um, he knew one of the members, I don't remember which. And um, I was looking for a drummer for Conway. And he was like, I'm a drummer. Let's 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 connect. Let's see what's up. I'll listen to music and I'll see if I can play it. And I still remember to this day, he puts his name in my phone. Again, I'll blame whiskey as. (laughs) As Austin Vin with an I, uh, Jensen, um, with I's instead of O's, because, uh, you know, he wasn't paying attention. And to the, this was about four years ago to, or three years ago to this point. I still haven't changed it. 
(laughs) (laughs) He will always be in my phone, Austin Vin Jensen. And so I just sort of, I just sort of picked these guys up and I was like, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of you guys because you guys are doing this for free, but like, this is not a democracy. I remember telling them when I, when we had our first real practice, I was like, all right, you know, you're my boys and everything, but like, you can have, this is not a democracy. You can have two things. You can have Khrushchev or you can have Stalin. And depending on how you behave, you'll get one or the other. Oh no. (laughs) Did we make the right choice coming here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're all still here. So either they're too scared of me to say no, or they're, they, they made the right choice. (laughs) Either way, the dictatorship working out in your favor. (laughs) Yeah. There is limited democratic participation in the band, but it is, it is there to some extent so <laughs> that's good that's, that's a good sign yeah <laughs> everyone's everyone's making some sort of uh you know compromise there oh yeah well all righty i think that uh brings us to it we always like to end our our episodes with a game and i figured you know what better game to honor conway and uh the the first song that we played on the show which is missed me by playing a game of missed connections and uh, a fan if you don't favorite. know what Missed Connections is, uh, I go on to Craigslist and the Missed Connections uh, portion of it where where sad people try to find other sad people so they can be happy together. Uh, it's always it's always like the uh, we passed each other at at the pond on, oh, no. on Brookmire <laughs> and our eyes locked for just a second. I wish I had said something, but I didn't. So if that was you in the 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 pink workout suit let me know that's like i was, all right. I was in the dairy aisle it's jewel osco and you were you were picking up eggs yes in, exactly did you notice me creeping on you at work <laughs> and oh, so man. i am gonna read those off and it will be up to you guys to figure out and decide if you think it's a man for a woman a woman for a man a man for a man or a woman for a woman based upon okay. the uh description that is read off here so all right starting <laughs> right here it'll be a uh, walgreens on friday april 30th we smiled at each other as you got out of your car i was outside the walgreens you were around 30 to 40 years old with black hair i felt the connection as soon as our eyes locked and uh aiden since you are our guest we'll have you go ahead and guess first on that description, do you think that's a man for a woman, woman for a man, man for a man, or woman for a woman? You know, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with man for a man. Um, focusing on the hair, I don't know. That's okay. that's speaking to me. Okay, Dylan, what do you think? You know, Joe, I've got to go with woman for woman, and it is because I believe from personal experience that more women shop at Walgreens. This is in no way uh, based in uh, anything other than the observation that when you walk into Walgreens, the first thing that you see right in front of you every single time is the makeup and perfume aisle. So they obviously are trying to advertise to grab a specific demographic right away. And uh, that's that's the answer that I'm going to go for. Okay. All right. You both uh, you both showed some real gumption in your answers here. And I like, you know, you like you showed your work unfortunately it led to the wrong destination that was man oh. for a woman creepy man hanging outside of walgreens stocking around for beautiful women sniffing hair with black hair 
I knew it was a, I knew it was a man doing something because if it, if it, you know the the simple description of you had black hair, it's like all right, well that could be literally anybody. So <laughs> you're you're clearly not you're clearly not fo- you're tr- you're clearly trying to focus on something quite innocuous instead of something else. Mm, yeah. I, I feel like he probably wanted to comment more on uh, other aspects of her body, but was like, play it cool, man. If this woman comes across <laughs> your sad post, she's got to know you weren't creeping. Yeah, no, she's got to notice you were. She's got to know you weren't creeping on her. So you know, keep it, keep it low key. <laughs> oh boy, I really thought I was onto something there. I mean, because you got to think about the way that these places lay out their business. They've obviously got certain targets for their demographics and that they try to attract immediately as you walk into the store. And it's fun to try and figure out what exactly they're going for. Yeah, no, I, I, I respect the drip. And I mean, you were technically right. Like it was the woman walking out of the Walgreens, right? Maybe the dude was shopping there previously. I doubt it. Or maybe he was just creeping, dude. Fucking creeping. He was just creeping in front of the Walgreens, He probably figured out what you figured out, Dylan. It's like, my best demographic to pick up chicks is outside of Walgreens. All right, Walgreens, you got to step up your game. It's time to put beer and barbecue potato chips at the front of the store every time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got to protect the ladies out there. It's like guys coming like, ah, this place is for guys. I'm out here. You know, they have the beef jerky and Pringles just near the counter. That's that's what's going to (laughs) work. Yeah, nails and those a pair of those brass balls to hang on the back of your truck. Oh, 100%. Hundy <laughs> Truck nuts. Now now we just have no women in Walgreens anymore, and we've killed their Or women. listening Sorry, to Walgreens. the Defiant Robot Records podcast. <laughs> that too. That is always an option. <laughs> Goodbye, Walgreens. I look forward to CVS being my only option. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on here to our second of our missed connections. This one titled you found my keys at jewels i lost my keys a few weeks ago and i had a name tag on them you found them stopped by my home to tell me you found them i was really happy to get them back as you handed them to me i dropped them again i went down to get them and that's when i saw a way to thank you you were very happy and left with a smile you gave me your name and number but i lost it i almost want to lose them again so maybe you'll find them and i can thank you again properly Hmm. That sounds like it worked out well for everyone. Yeah, everyone. You know what? I'm starting to think this person has a racket where they just drop their keys. (laughs) That's how they meet people. They just drop their keys in front of somebody they find attractive. How did the person find their house? Do people Uh, often keep their address on their keys? This person apparently did because uh, that's that's how they found the person to return them. It's not unheard of. I mean, if you have, um, if you have a, like, I, I used to live in an apartment with a mail key and, uh, it had the, it had the address on there because it was issued by the building oh, because okay. it had, it had the, the key ring, you had the key, the key ring, and then it had a, you know, the address with which I used to live. And it's not, especially if this is in a big city, uh, it's not, that's not unheard of. I'm going to go on record and say that is a bad idea. Because if I am criminally inclined and I have now found your keys out in the wild, I now have access to your car or at the very least, I have your address and I know you are currently not at home. Damn, that's that's actually a really, 
really wow dylan out here like giving us the fucking crime stoppers rundown of what not to do street smarts i'm not john Lady, but, uh... now i've thrown him off his rhythm <laughs> <laughs> i need to call up my uh the uh people who uh ran my old apartment and just be like yo this thing that you're doing this is a bad idea yeah. <laughs> maybe that was their racket they were hoping you would get robbed and then they would turn around and split half of it and sell it. Oh, definitely. You know how you know how, how corrupt Chicago is. That's definitely within the realm of possibility. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, okay, I'm going to write this down. Buy apartment slum in Chicago. <laughs> Run key racket. All right. Good. There we go. Street <laughs> smart. Come me in for fifteen percent. All right, good deal. Um, All right, we need to guess what these people are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do we want to guess what these were? Five minutes after reading the description, I'm gonna go with uh, woman uh, meeting man. I think that um, I have had the thing of finding somebody's wallet or keys or whatever on on the on the side of the road or whatever. Did you have the same experience as this? person no i ended up what happened with me is i ended up there i found somebody's wallet and i ended up messaging them on facebook and i was just like yeah just show up in front of my building and they were like do you want a reward and i was like no you're fine so i don't know it just uh, that's what i was thinking man it was a it would the the person the narrator or whatever is a woman and the person dropping them off is a man okay all right dylan what do you think i think man for man this is Zero judgment whatsoever, but I have known a lot of wonderful people who just so happen to be gay and they're all delightfully promiscuous. And that just sounds like a situation that they would be telling me a story about. Okay, I dig that. And uh, by that very logic, Dylan, you are correct. That is a man for a man, baby. Damn. Uh, See, yeah, like gay uh, people have so much fun. I, I need to break out of my shell more. That's what I'm learning from misconnections <laughs> today. Yeah, definitely. Dude, oh my God. But like, seriously, and what a good racket. Like, oh, thanks for bringing my keys back, you big, strong, handsome fella. Let me thank you properly. Like, God damn it. That is such a good fucking. Uh, I, I'm jealous. I am jealous. I got to admit it. <laughs> And uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's strange. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe thank you blowjobs are just like, you know, the, the new thing. <laughs> I, I've, I've definitely, I've definitely been on the receiving end for stranger reasons than that. So. Uh, I, as a representative of the Defiant Robot Records podcast, am going to fully endorse the platform of thank you blowjobs. Yeah. You know what? Same. Uh, here, you heard it here first, folks. The exclusive interview with Conway. Where we are definitely on board and proponents of thank you blowjobs. This is how we yeah. get canceled. Let's 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 not call it thank you blowjobs, right? Let's call it thank you head because it goes both ways. Yeah, it does. If you don't reciprocate, you're a monster. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, what now, are we? A bunch of DJ Khaled's up in here? I don't think so. Thank you head rolls off the tongue more. It hey, does. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 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 Very good. Like post emo. Yes. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. All right. Let's get this last one in the books here. Let's see if Aiden can tie it up or if Dylan will win one of the games today on the show. Oh, ha ha. Let's do it. Ha ha. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, man, that felt good. That was spicy. I got to go take some uh, some fucking thumbs after this. This one titled Comedy Debate Show. Meet someone funny and smart. Have you been struggling to find someone who's engaged politically and culturally, but also has a good sense of humor? 
will meet them here or bring them to drain their brain. That's not the only thing they're draining, eh? Says, I am performing at a comedy debate show, and I would love to meet the person of my dreams there. Um, (laughs) This sounds good to you. Oh, they say to to email them, and they'll get them tickets. Oh, my God. That's, you know, I have... I have unfortunately seen some pretty desperate men uh, over my time on uh, various online dating apps. So I'm going to say man seeking woman or man uh, seeking out woman or something okay. like that. Man for woman. Okay. Yes. Before, uh, Dylan, what you- before I get into my my choice here, I would like to file a formal complaint. This is not a misconnection, ma'am. Uh, this is a woman, by the way, writing this. Uh, ma'am, this is for lonely people who have <laughs> happened to have a, a spot of luck, a bit of happiness in their <laughs> life, a glimpse at true love, and they're trying to find themselves that happiness for the rest of their life. And you have come on here and sullied it with your <laughs> advertisement for your comedy show. Get out of here. <laughs> it's a woman for a man. Advertising in the wrong place. Oh, as much as I absolutely loved your uh, your you know your your putting down of this individual for ruining the sanctity and purity of misconnections, you were wrong. That was a man for a woman. And, uh, yeah, it. Aiden I'll got that right it. on the head there. Desperate man looking for a lady. Hey, ladies, come check out how smart and funny I am. And then get out of here, Mister. <laughs> oh, Go on. God, get- at least I got one. At least I got one. Yeah, yeah you, got you one tied it up, you know, man. Everybody's yeah, a winner today. It's actually my favorite thing because I can say Dylan didn't win either game. He lost one. He oh, tied one. Okay, okay. No actual victory <laughs> okay. for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got uh, your, so, got your, uh, got your uh, revenge or something. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my, I'm getting my druthers right now. You know, I there am a winner because I didn't post an advertisement on missed connections. I know, right? Like. Like if it was like, hey, you were at my comedy show and I'm a sad man, that would have made sense. But not like, oh, yeah. hey, come down to the chuckle factory and maybe uh, catch some D. Like, no, no, give gross. me that email. Give me that email and if buy it was me a like, bag of if tomatoes. It, if it was like, you know, you were laughing extra hard at my jokes or something like that. Yes. You were exactly. very into my performance and I didn't get the chance to say hi to you after the show. It would have mm-hmm. been one thing. But he's like advertising his, his maybe, comedy routine. Maybe it's a bringer show. It's one of those where you you go through this comedy master class and at the end you got a bringer show where you can only perform if you have at least like two people that you brought to the audience. Oh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> That's true, yeah. A little off track, but I actually just saw this fucking stand-up show where this dude brought a woman on their first date to a comedy show he was, like, performing at. And their first date was, like, the comedy show. And she, like, didn't know what the fuck was going on. She ended up being really cool and being into it. So they, like, did a whole show where they're on a first date and he's kind of, like, doing some, like, comedy bits in between. And they've been together for like three or four years now. And That's I'm like, really well, interesting. Shit. Yeah. That is a big risk. That's a bold like, move. Like, like you better first, be fucking funny. The yeah. first date being your stand-up comedy, like you better knock it out of the fucking yeah. park. Like, Dead ass, dude. Uh, apparently he did, though. He absolutely did because, uh, it, you know, four years later, here they are. Still schmoozing and bougie. Um My goodness. Yeah, and you know, like I feel like that's that's like a really good test too. Like, 
let's see how down this chick is. Like, let's see how committed to having fun she is. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, uh, but, just uh, yeah. a disclaimer. I'm, uh-huh. I would never bring you to my podcast or anything like that if you were... If I were to go on a first date with somebody, I just I wouldn't do that. That's a big risk, but like also just kind of conceited. Like, hey, you'll enjoy this. Oh Come yeah, no, like I would perform. never, I would never make. I would never make my first date like somebody be like, yo, come to my show. Yeah. Like I'd let them know that I was performing and if they want to come, then that's great. But like, I'd never just be like, yo, your first, the, my first date with you is going to be me performing on stage. Mm. Like, hell no, I would never do that. What the hell? Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know. That just, that, that feels weird. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, dude went out on a limb for sure. Went out on a limb. We're and hey, he struck gold. More power but, like, to you know, him. Yeah, yeah, like for real. Yeah, yeah. No disrespect. Uh, yeah, definitely, at all. definitely nothing I would try for sure. I don't have that. I don't have that kind of brass sitting between my legs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that is uh, that is it. Miss Connections comes to a wrap, as does this show. Uh, thank you all so much for listening in and visiting with us again and hanging out. Um, thank you, Aiden, for coming on and shooting the shit with us and sharing your music with us, man. We've really enjoyed it. Hey, man, thank you for having me on. It's it's nice to get back into you know talking about music and uh, doing interviews and podcasts. And you guys are you guys are super fun to talk to. So I enjoyed my time on here. Glad well, to hear you. it, man. It. So this has been Aiden Hargis of the band Conway out of Chicago. You can find them on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Conway Chicago. The music's on Spotify, iTunes, and Apple Music. Look out for their Bandcamp coming out soon. Bandcamp's coming soon along with the merch. Yeah, keep keep an eye out for that coming out real soon. That's something to be very excited about. And like I said, definitely follow them on TikTok. They've got great content, really funny. Follow us on TikTok while you're at it. Defiant Robot Records on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Defiant Robot SD on Twitter. Hit us up. Reach out to us if you want to be on the show. DefiantRobotRecords at gmail.com. Yes, indeedy. And uh, also, since we've got you here and we're bending your ear about stuff, we have a Discord. You guys can come join our official Defiant Robot Records Discord. Um, We've got all sorts of stuff there. We've got uh, gear, memes, uh, bands, and and people releasing music and musical projects they're working on and proud of. And uh, we're just trying to to create and foster a true musical community for people to come together. And, you know, if you're looking for band members or you're trying to collaborate with someone or, you know, uh, you need a graphic designer or whatever, we want, we want to be like the central hub. So uh, stop on by. It's not... It is not super active yet, but with your help, we can get it there. It and, will be uh, we soon. We just want to grow it. Yeah, we want to grow it as big as we can. And it's also going to be where you're going to find the latest information about us here at Defiant Robot Records, including our new merch line that just that dropped. That is true. We've yes, got we had spins. two new lines. Two oh, new two lines. Two new actually. lines. We got the new premium yeah. line, which is the Summer Spins line, which is the one like I am absolutely just here for. And it's going to go mm-hmm. real soon. So if you want to get in on it, you got to get in on it now. But we also have a new permanent line. Yes, the new permanent also, line. Also, if I... Oh, go ahead. If I can, if I can interject with the uh, Conway merchandise, if you uh, head over to our band camp and uh, check out our posters, you might just get a personalized letter or an extra little something from us for Ooh. being one of the first people to 
uh, purchase a nice little so. touch. Well, I'm definitely going to stop over there. Here, you know what? We'll get some stuff from your band camp. I'm definitely going to buy some. Uh, I'm I'm definitely going to buy some Defiant uh, Defiant Records merchandise myself. Yeah, check out the merch, yeah. man. You can find us over there on Teespring, or uh, our link tree has it in our bio everywhere you go. And uh, the distilled line, it is our new permanent line that is out. It's very cool. It's a uh, it's the kind of stuff that you look like you kick back with a with a nice glass of whiskey and sip on while wearing just a finger summer mm. spins <laughs> yeah summer spins dylan mentioned that is a uh, premium line which means it's temporary it's not going to be here forever it will be gone from our teespring shop next on quarter june 30th that'll be out and about there get and, it while it's uh, hot yeah get it while Defiant it's hot robot records <laughs> boy all right i'm gonna get us out of here before dylan starts doing some fucking def jam freestyle style. <laughs> <laughs> um thank you guys again so much for for listening to us if you like this like dylan said check us out um if you want to be on the show defiant robot records podcast at gmail.com and until next time be good to your fellow human beings out there life's rough enough without people being dicks all the time Try to lift each other up, you know, a, uh, a, a rising tide raises all ships kind of deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, connect through, connect with people through your passions, through your, through your great things, not putting people down. And as always, caring isn't a crime and neither is liking and sharing this podcast. We will talk to you guys next time around. See you later, guys. Goodbye. I know that summer.